The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who on this town tonight. Hey, welcome into the Kwame Lasher Sports Talk Show. We are live, we are in studio. Some of Sitting us. here with, yes, yeah, some of us, not all of us, but Demi Lachey is here as usual. Got Dougie B here in the studio, live and direct. Kwame Lasher should be coming in here soon. You know, he's Mr. Phoenix, man. So he, he walks in. His own time. Yeah, absolutely. He does his own thing. Welcome in, man. It's Thursday. Is it? It's, it's a sports it's Thursday. Thursday. Sports Thursday. Uh, Mardi Gras Thursday. Mardi Gras Thursday. Mardi Gras Thursday. <laughs> but. We made it. Um, bunch of bunch of sports news to talk about. Bunch of sports news to jump into. Just now, walking in the studio, Denver Nuggets has agreed to send JaVale McGee to the Philadelphia 76ers, along with first round pick uh, via OKC. Man, a lot of lot of trades, uh, and that's just walking in the door today. Yep. And there's more to be to be toned to in the NBA. We can start off with jumping in the NBA world. Let's do that. Bunch of uh, NBA rumors talks. Right. Uh, no big names have been splashed around just yet. Besides, you know, Aaron Afalo, I guess he his name was in uh, another trade from the Blazers, acquiring Afalo from Denver. A lot of guys' contracts are being bought out. Uh, like your man's uh, Mari Stoudemire, his contract yeah. got bought out, then he got picked up with Dallas Mavericks now. And I'm surprised about that, man. Are you? I kind of thought I'm Phoenix would surprised. go after him. I thought Phoenix was going to go after him. Yeah, but. I didn't I, see Dallas, though. I didn't see Dallas picking him up. Dallas has so much money. They just yeah. continue to have it. Mark Cuban, like, stashes money, then brings it out when <laughs> when a guy yeah. buys out his contract. He, he he tries to do what the Spurs do a little bit. Right. Buy out, find, you know, a, a veteran free agent, bring him in, tell him to fit into the system. I mean, Mario Stoudemire, at this point in his career, he could fit into any system right. now. So they, they do things like that, Dallas. Rondo, point in his career, yep. he could fit in anywhere. And, you know, Dallas, Mark Cuban will go for it. I don't know how long you're going to be there for, but no. <laughs> he makes sure you're there for a year or two at least. Um, but, yeah, guys, yeah, Larry Sanders with the Milwaukee Bucks, his contract got bought out. And then also Aaron Afalo, uh UCLA guy, got traded, I believe, or he got acquired from the Nuggets to the uh, Trailblazers. Right. Five it was like a five-player. Yeah, it was like a five-player uh, first-round draft pick as well in there, five-player uh, trade. I mean, it, it's about to start picking up, and yep. you're going to see bigger names dropping. Uh, you got what four or five hours left of it? Yeah, yeah. a couple hours left, and I'm still waiting on the biggest movement and seeing what the Phoenix Suns are going to do. It's it's pretty cool how you know local team here out here in the valley how they have one probably the biggest name around in the trade rumor right now. Right with Goran Dragic, with his name being up and traded and. You know, sources have been coming out saying that he's not comfortable. He's not happy with the front office of the Phoenix Suns, which, you know, it's pretty. It's been questionable for quite some time. 
But if you if you know Gordon mm-hmm. and you know how he speaks and how he just his overall demeanor and personality, well, I don't I, I don't no, know. you. But yeah. listening to a lot of uh, a lot of guys around, they're th- the thing with that. They're coming out and saying that that's more of an agent talk than actually Gorn, you know. And, and look at it before. I mean, the, the pro sports these days, how many times have we seen the athletes come out and say, I'm not going to sign with this team anymore. They've done this. They've done that. Right. Whatever the case may be. And two weeks later, they signed with them. And everything's done in, pa- in the past, and you don't hear anything about the negativity that I was speaking about the mm-hmm. weeks before. Right. So uh, I, I get it. I understand it. So you're saying it's one of these moment, one of those moments. Then it could be, but because mm-hmm. as a Suns, why would you want to get rid of him though? I mean, yeah, he, you have no reason to. But one of these, one of, your best one of the three guards have to go. It's obvious. It's not going to work out in the long run. It's not going to work out for them to get into the playoffs because right now they're sitting at right. the eighth seat. Right. You have a chance to make the playoffs. You have a chance to make a run at a championship. Goran Dragic. If you got to get rid of a guy to get pick up a guy like Lopez. You know, bring um, you know Brooke Lopez from from Brooklyn. If you get a chance to you know bring in you know a star player because Phoenix is lacking you know that superstar right. that star at least you know a superstar in the making. I think Dragas has the talent, but he, he's a little up there in age right now. Right, it's kind uh, of turned into like the Steve Nash. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Eric Bledsoe, he has you know the he has a, a ability to be a star, but. You know, Goran Dragic is in the way a lot. Isaiah Thomas right. is there taking away from putting the ball in his hands so much as a point guard standpoint, at least a star point guard. You know, right. you don't have to be a superstar. Look, look what Mike Conley does with the Grizzlies. He's not a superstar no. player, but he's a star in the NBA. You have to bring your A game when you play against him. Same deal with Bledsoe, Dragic, and uh, Isaiah it, Thomas. Now, what about looking at trading Isaiah Thomas instead? That's what I was thinking. But you just picked this guy up free agent-wise. You signed him to a pretty good, decent contract. I'm, I'm all for trading. I, you remember we talked about this a couple weeks yeah. ago. And you were the first one who dropped Dragic's name. And I was, you know, at first I was shocked. But I'm like, well, wait a minute. His contract is coming up. You know, and there's nothing guaranteed right now. A lot of, you know, front office of the Suns organization has been, oh, yeah, we want him to stay for quite some time. It's just all talks but no commitment. And so I was thinking, so – you can bring in a big name, especially at the wing position or, uh, you know, big man. That's what I'm thinking for the Suns right. to prevail, to to gain that championship uh, playoff-ready contention because now, you know, you're at the second part of the, of the season. Mm-hmm. It's time to start feeding the paint. And if you don't have a great defense, you know, defensive blocking, uh, you know, down low in the post, if you don't have a post presence, then it's it's hard for you to make that push into the playoffs, and then let alone win some games in the playoffs. Well, I think the Suns have to look at as well as who can we get for for um, Dragon. I always mispronounce his name. I just call him the Dragon. Okay, call him the um, Dragon. The dragon. There you the go. Dragon. Yeah, but because Brooke Lopez, like you mentioned, he's in talks with or the Nets and Thunder are in talks about a trade with him and Reggie Jackson. So, you know, who's out there that we can actually get somebody for him? Um, mm-hmm. and push, but at the same time, let's look at it this way. We're in the eighth seed right now. Mm-hmm. If we have a legitimate chance of continuing to maybe even keep the eighth spot or even move up one or two mm-hmm. and make those playoffs, do we want to get rid of them right now and lose that edge that we have with them? Because somebody else coming in, it's going to take a little bit of time to get in that system, or at least to say, we've got that momentum, let's go. But mm-hmm. can you also win those playoff games with with the lineup you have as well right now too? 
So a lot of stuff you got to look at if you're that Suns organization of mm-hmm. what do we have here? Can we win with this once we hit the playoffs? Can we beat the Golden State team? Can we beat the Houston Rockets? Because let's look at this way. Houston beat us the last two times. Now, yeah. is that because we don't have the big men um, to do it? I and they won I, I without Dwight Howard. One of the games they won without Dwight Howard as well. So yeah. think about it. I think that's another force to be reckoned with once he comes back. Uh, maybe not on the offensive end, but he has a great defensive presence. He's yep. a rebounder. He boards. You also got uh, what the, the young Alex Lynn, you know, injury prone, bouncing in and out the lineup. But he showed some poise. So right. I actually, he's developing. You know, you could trust a guy like him in the presence. But we're talking the playoffs. Right. I mean, whole it new, gets real. Whole new. It gets whole real. New game. Gold State. They they've been there. Yep. Phoenix is flirting with it, but now they're trying to look at the aspect of the whole. Okay. We trade Dragas now, trade a big, get a big name. This is what we can build on in the future. Right. Because if you run this team out, you got Dragas, what, he's, uh, he'll be a restricted free agent this coming up season. So he can opt out his contract if he wants to get out. Like you said, all agent talk. But he has that ability to jump out even at the end of the season if he stays with the Suns. I think you trade him now. Uh, you got to find, I mean, the Rockets have been uh, rooming around with the Rockets, the Celtics. You go for a team like Brooklyn or Houston. You bring in a guy like Terrence Jones and maybe a first-round draft pick, maybe throwing Jason Terry or something, mm-hmm. you know, just to have a steady backup right. point guard who's, who's playoff ready, you know. But like you were saying, you made a great point with your whole – you know, players out here let let their agent talk for them. You know, I understand yep. that. Yeah, you got to do the same thing, right? You got to do that deal. You have to as a, as a superstar or as a star player. You know, your agent wants you to get the talks out. There's been um, rumors that you know Dragas could go to the Lakers. I don't know what you're gonna pull out of L.A., but you know they, they're. I think they're trying to build for the future and they want to be safe and make a safe trade right now. Get a few first round draft picks and then just. Hopefully they find some in the draft. Well, and that's uh, the biggest talk right now. But you're going to take some losses, and you're yep. going to take that playoff ability away from the Suns, which I don't think the front office – there's not there's no pressure. You're yep. sitting at the eight seed. You got OKC behind you, who you know is going to make a push. Mm-hmm. The Pelicans have been – it's about their third year where they have their core group of guys ready to go. So they're going to make a push at the playoffs this season. So if you're Phoenix Suns, I mean, I'll just buy into the future. Now. Well, and that's what Houston's looking at is, uh, for the trade talks with with Gorn is Houston for two uh, two first round draft picks. Now there's got to be something that comes with it. Just don't give me two round draft picks because I need something now. Oh, two first round picks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you go. You can get like somebody cheap, right? But, get, but look, yeah, who are we going to get cheap. from Houston that we that can be value for us right now? Terrence too. Jones. You think Houston would give him up is though? It, yes. Yeah. Yes, in a heartbeat. I mean, he he really hasn't been playing. All season to begin with, I mean the roster's pretty set in the local in the in the presence. I mean James Harden is a freak of nature. He needs that space and that room of opportunity. And I, I mean he hasn't been the guy, you know, like kind of like a Marquise Morris is with the Suns. Right. He hasn't been, you know, oh okay, we we really got to keep an eye on this guy. We really got to keep him around. No, he's tradable. He, he you know he's had impactful games and but he's tradable. I mean he's. You know, he he's no star. You don't need to right. keep a guy like Terrence Jones. He has proven that he can play in the NBA. So once you're proven, 
you're tradable. If you're not going to see anything, if you know you can get someone just as good or just as better, maybe in the future or even right now, bounce around a free agency, you know, you take that risk. You you move on from Terrence Jones. And, yeah. you know, he's been he's been injured all season to begin with anyway. So so if, if you're the Suns, who are you going to look at as far as position-wise that what you want to come in for if you're going to get somebody for Gorn? Okay. Are you looking at Ford or center? Okay. In my deal, by checking out their roster, my – if they're, if they're wanting to make the playoffs, if they're wanting to push for a playoff spot, you got to go big. You got to go some type of big okay. man. I agree. Maybe even get Miles Plumley out of there. His name was pretty hot last season, mm. tradable. But this season, you know, he's lacking. His uh, Those rumors are starting to slow down for the bigger names, you know, right. bigger potential. You know, now his name's flirting around with maybe a second-round draft pick and, you know, a decent player just to free up some money space. So I would go big man. P.J. Tucker, you know, you can slide him down to the four position, but I don't think the Morris Twins are playoff ready just yet. They're going to perform. Don't get me wrong. They're going to perform. But, you know, we're talking like, like you said, they go up against a team like Portland, Golden State. You're talking about bumping and grinding with David Lee and Bogut all all night, seven games, you know, seven-game series. Can you – they? You know, they're they going to have to bust their tails just to make the playoffs. You know that? But you don't and think then, the Morris brothers, that, that playoff atmosphere might elevate their game? They might bring it up? It is. It is for the future. Right now, no. I'm talking, no, this year. This year. You don't think they're going to get in there and say that, and get I'm the hype around this. them? I'm going to tell you this. Look at look at the hype that uh, a couple years ago, um, since I was a local guy, the Indiana Pacers. Uh, <laughs> no, I know that's so easy to pick with. Paul George was on the rise, you know, kind of like Markeith Morris was. Like, he made most improved player of the year, you know, and then it, it, it has, the Pacers were flirting around with a deep playoff run, mostly the Eastern Conference, maybe the second round. They got bounced the second round against Miami, and Danny Granger was still in town. But you've seen the development of Paul George. You see him play at the playoff level. Like, okay, he stood out. Okay. And then – but you did you but you saw some you know lapses where a guy who's used to playing in the playoffs a guy with more confidence build along in the years that are coming once they okay. kept making the playoffs right so what I'm saying is with the Morris twins they 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 could play they they're yes they they were still you, you know don't like them man hit it no I do like you them. don't like you I do I respect them I like before I was like I don't know if these guys should be in the NBA but now I respect Marquise Morris he's he's balling he's balling out his mind. But you got to keep a guy like him. But is he playoff ready bound? I'm, I'm not sure yet. You see LaMarcus Aldridge, he averages 20 and 10 all season. Playoffs, this guy almost averaged 40, 40 points a game. You got to go against a guy like that, you know, offensively, def- defensively, seven games in what, 10 days? That's that's pretty tough. I've never seen the Morris Twins do it yet. That's why I'm saying it. Right. You know, you got to prove it to do it. And, you know, they, they, they have the ability to do it, yes. They have the confidence. They have a great team. But – you going after a big man, I think, would be the playoff, you know, potential trade that I would do for the Suns team. If you're looking towards the future, maybe a wing player right now, I think or I mean, in a couple first round draft picks, second round picks. See, and that's what I'm looking at. I'm, I'm looking at center over Ford because Ford, they've got. I mean, you got the Morris twins. Uh, you even have Gerald Green that kind of flirts with that guard Ford spot. Um, you know, we talked about PJ Tucker. So I think as far as Fords go, they're going to be set. You only really have two solid centers with Alex Lynn and Plumlee. Lynn is young, I, and he's 
I think about seven one. So I would definitely keep him, uh, bring him along, maybe mm-hmm. put a little bit more weight on him just so he can be that factor in the middle. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking at for right now. I would go go more of that big time, you know, big center guy, uh, just to get him yeah. get him going. I mean, yeah, I would go for you know a decent center like um, Lopez. You know, Lopez right. is a great center to bring to the valley. He will have the opportunity to explode. He's already from the West Coast anyway, so. I think with him bringing him back to the West Coast, he gains more confidence. You see what his brother's doing up in yep. Portland. He made him a home. Yep. And he's not even scoring. He doesn't have the scoring abilities as Brooklyn or what the Nets have with their Lopez. Right. So bringing him back to the West Coast, obviously it gives you some low post presence. You actually can feed the paint, go one-on-one, you know, opportunities to spread those guards out that you have in Isaiah Thomas or Bledsoe or Dragos, whoever, whomever you want to keep. You have that opportunity, and plus having Gerald Green, think about it, him slashing to the hoop, to, to the hoop or popping out for a three-point shot, it will elevate his game by just bringing in a low post presence. They have potential at the center position to build on on the future. Now it's just what are we going to do now? Yeah. If you want, if you want to make the playoffs now, go for a big man. If you want to say, ah, we're going to you know toss in the marbles, we can see what we can do. We'll get a wing player, build on our young guys, see if they're really ready to make that push at this. And because this, this is where you know you're gonna see more consistent playing now. You're gonna see more dog fighting games at this second point of the season because you know guys are fighting for that seating. I mean, you're gonna have to go up against. I think the Suns have like Memphis twice in yeah. this last part. Of the, I mean, you got to go against Zach Randolph and Gasol fighting for playoff position, and then you might have to meet those guys again yep. in April. Yeah, which uh, also That's can be tough. And it can also be turned to the fact that this is a good chance for the Suns to see what they have. Right. You know, as far as what's – these are the guys you're going to see in the playoffs. They're fighting for the playoffs, so Mm -hmm. it's really almost a playoff-type game for them. You know, but do you really – do you see the Suns calling his bluff? And let let me put it this way. Do you see – can you see the Suns getting far in the playoffs with the roster they have right now? No. No. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. And Because of the big man, right? No, just all around. I mean, we can talk more about it after the break. We've got to take a quick break. So after the break, yeah, we're going to pick up on that question that you had. Uh, listen to the Kwame Last of the Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Climate Last of the Sports Talk Show. We are live in studio. Dougie B. That song pumps me up, man. Does it? Reminds me. Look at the NFL and around the Super Bowl, how how much that song was played. <laughs> it just re- it, it gives it me that something. memories back of the NFL, man. Yeah. Like the season's over, but that just it's like a little bit of NFL season holding on to it. Well, yeah, we got some <laughs> NFL talk to speak about. We anyway. do some big news happening out, man. It's a lot happening out here in the Valley with free agents and. Trade rumors and all that deal. 888-346-9144. Call in on the show anytime, any day to join us here live in studio on the show. Before the break, you had mentioned, uh, you had mentioned, you know, is are the Phoenix Suns ready to make the playoffs with the roster that they have this season? And I made the comment of no. And the reason you asked well, was because of a big man. Yes, to an extent, but I don't think they're all around ready because they moved around so much from their team last season. Last season was an exciting roster. Yeah. And I think if they would have kept that whole roster together for one more time, I mean, majority of the guys. Right. They haven't lost a whole lot. But a lot of those guys aren't playing as much. So, you know, some little attitudes being flared around, Gerald Green rumors, you know. That he's not happy with the minutes he's getting, and Miles Plumley not happy with the minutes he was receiving at one point, and then you know you bring a guy like Brandon Wright in, so you know it's some you know some guys are just not happy right now in in Phoenix the way right. that they were, but they're still f- at the eighth seed. So yeah. at the beginning of the season, yeah, I, they are legitimately legit. Obviously, at the AC, you're in the playoffs right now, right? But Oklahoma City has been going through numerous injuries. And you know they're coming. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is—he's pissed off. He's getting healthier each and every day, each and every week. Russell Westbrook is taking his game to a whole nother level, and I'm excited to see what. I mean, I'm not even just on the court, but off the court with endorsements and attitude, and you know he's he's starting to he's starting to come along, and he's had games where you know he's not taking as many shots anymore, and. You know, you've seen him become a leader as well, and now he's balling. They, no, he's out of he's control, balling, man. out of control. No, no questions asked. So that's what I'm seeing. Even though at the AC, I mean, you got a beat up OKC team who's ready now. The Pelicans, you know, they have putting this roster together for quite some time. So you got two teams like that right below you, about what one and a half games uh, a piece from from Phoenix. So see, the thing I'm looking at is playoff started right now. Suns would be going against Golden State, where they split the season series at one and one. You know, yeah. And so that be I, that would be a fun one to watch because I think that would come down to the last game of the series because first round is what five games, right? And then moves them to no, uh, seven. 
first round starts it's all at seven? seven, 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 all the way See, through. I'm out of it. But uh, – <laughs> See, I, I thought they still went five and then seven the rest. So even with that, I think that Golden State Suns is even being in the mm-hmm. eight seed. Go to they State match. Go, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. The Golden okay. State Suns um, <laughs> matchup. Not the. I know it's okay. Golden State Warriors. I'm trying to Golden State the Suns. Sorry, here miss for, for Warrior Suns. There you go. Is that better? Yeah. Um, with that series, that, I think that would take it to seven games because no both those te- yes, no both way. those teams match up to. You know, I, I don't care the one and the eight. <laughs> Watching mm-hmm. watching those teams play the reg- now regular season, we can agree that's totally different than than playoffs, and Absolutely. I understand that. Absolutely, but I, I see that going seven games. No way. Oh, all right. You've seen what the Warriors been doing in the last. If this if this happens, seasons. we're going to bet on that. That's going to be I a bet, bet we you. have. Okay, please. I I would love. Then, then, all right. That's going to be a fun series to watch, and I think it's going to be cool. great. It would be a great series to watch. See two teams, you know, running up and down the court, mm-hmm. very flashy. But the, the series be over in about four or five games, no. easily. No. Because you, you have you the so Warriors you're the last state, of course. Last few years, I mean, the Warriors have beaten, Curry does scare me though. Man, he's he's incredible in the playoffs. Have you not seen the way their home court? You win watching the playoffs. Last few years with the, with the Warriors in it, right? Even when they're at that eight, when they started off, when they started making the playoffs at that eight seven seed, they were beating the number one team. They beat OKC in the playoffs. Yeah. They beaten or taking them to seven games. They taking the Clippers to seven games. Beating the Clippers when they supposedly had the team to beat. Yeah, I mean we're talking like in seven game series they competed with OKC. This team is ready. Golden State is. This is their yeah. time to. Make that push against the Spurs, against the uh, against the Mavs. I think the Mavericks are going to have a deep run. The Mavs, we're picking up Stoudemire. This team is ready. They're ready for OKC's run. They're, 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 the Warriors have been coming along year after year, and they've just been getting better and better. And they have that playoff mind. Like you said, the playoffs is a whole nother ball game. And that's the biggest difference between – I don't care who the Phoenix has right now, even if they make the playoffs – because they they gonna have to make a tough push in these last thirty right. games. Oh, they will. It's gonna be you, a tough schedule. Playing, they might yeah. not be in the eight. Because you got to see Golden State probably two more times. You yeah. got to see, you know, the whole Western Conference again. And the, there's no easy wins in the West. No. And you know the Suns have have a few games that came up short with some last second, uh, you know, last second jump shots. You know, they're mm-hmm. beating them last second shots, or even you've seen a collapse in the fourth quarter of a lead that they held. You know, in games. And that that comes along with a lot of maturity, you know. You got to bring a team like that together, and it's it's a lot of upset guys who are still crying over minutes right now, yeah. who just don't understand the bigger picture of look, we have potential to, you know, we we've been together for quite some time. We had the potential to push it to another level, which now. why Amari would have been a good fit for the Suns no. because you have that veteran leadership to get those guys all in the same. Place. I can see, yeah, leadership standpoint, of course, locker room guy, give him that's why I wanted him thirty here. minutes. On the court, yes. I wasn't saying he was going to come in and be the star, right? But he right, wasn't going right. to give that veteran leadership to those guys. But look at the Sun schedule coming up, man. We got Chicago. Well, first off, we got to get past Minnesota, but that should be should be an easy game. But Minnesota, it, it's kind of like Oregon State, man, and it's it's an easy win. But then you get up there, man. It just something happens sometimes. But anyways, yeah. we got Chicago coming up. We still got to play um, Boston, OKC. So that's going to be a good uh, playoff picture type of game. Uh, San Antonio, you play the Heat still. 
Man, that's a tough. Cavaliers. You need to just stop right Golden there. Golden State you again. You need to just stop right there. Atlanta. You need to just stop right there, Doug, before it gets worse. New Orleans. Houston again. We have to play Houston and, and that's. I ain't no, I ain't no weed. Dallas. I'm not, I'm not a big Suns. Portland. That's not my team, so. I'll tell you what. <laughs> if, if the Suns come out staying in the eighth or seventh speed, uh, seed after this, it'll this be schedule, a blessing. It'll be a blessing. It'll be them. a blessing, but I'll tell you what. I'm going to put more stock in them with the playoffs because. They're they're pretty much playing every team they don't that's going to be in the playoffs. You don't want to do that. You don't so, want to do that. It's a whole other ball game. Every team that you name have been in the playoffs besides the Pelicans, and they're coming. Mm-hmm. Um, every team that you name have made noise in the playoffs. Not just made it to the playoffs. They've made noise. They have been to the either the second round finals. Atlanta, obviously, they're the hottest team in the NBA besides the yeah. Warriors. And they had a good, tough push against the Pacers last year, win seven games in that series without Al Horford. I mean, you name some tough. T- like I said, it's going to be tough yep. for them to get over this hump. Well, tomorrow so, we'll be talking about Suns roster yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm not. I'm done. Look, you did mention that, you know, the Suns uh, plane trip did get moved back 30 minutes from 1 to 1.30. You know, Dragic. That's that's the only thing I can really think. Why would you move it back? Half- since you're quote unquote that upset with the front office, oh, I'm pretty sure they found you a home quick. Yeah, but you know, look at look what they did with the uh, Gornick back in the day on the plane trip, traded him. So you have that possibility again. Do you really want to put yourself as that team and that organization doing it twice to the same player? Now we. we <laughs> We're speculating a lot because of the trade deadline today, but let's look at the weather back there. How's the weather in, in, in Minnesota? Did it get pushed back because of the weather? Of course. Okay. You know? Yeah. It's, so, it's, I, I mean. There's nowhere else in the world, in in the U.S., that snows <laughs> harder than Minnesota. Yeah. And we're out here in shorts well, and a t-shirt, yeah, loving it. 70, 80 degree weather. Yeah. It's kind of cold. But, but, you know, moving on, I mean, you look at a team like OKC who has uh, making that last minute push. Reggie Jackson is upset. I guess you could say it's agent talk again. He's mm-hmm. saying he's unhappy with OKC, but he's been saying this for during the offseason. He came out before the season started saying, you know, he's ready to, to be a starter in the NBA. And, you know, he's looking to opt out of his contract at OKC and become a, you know, restricted free agent So or unrestricted free agent. So he has the likes to look in anywhere and everywhere. Now trade deadline's coming up. So, yeah, he's trying to find a happy home who's still – you know, either going to make a playoff push or if not, he could be the starter of, like, a bad team. Right. Say, like, maybe Charlotte or Brooklyn or maybe Orlando. You know, somewhere he can be a starter and they could keep pushing forward with uh, Reggie Jackson. I think he's a starting point guard in the NBA. Uh, he's played numerous playoff games. He's been a big uh, producer for Oklahoma City for quite some time. I don't see, you know, any team not pulling no. the trigger, not, you know, seeing – they could do something with it. I mean, he's only backing up probably the best point guard in the right. NBA. Well, that's why Nets and Thunder. Russell Westbrook. And, uh, yeah, Net, Nets and Thunder are in, in the yeah, talk. Yeah, they're flirting Lop- around with some Lopez big and Reggie. And I think Lopez, if he if he goes to OKC, it's uh, lights out. Yeah. If Phoenix ain't, Phoenix ain't <laughs> making it. They're done. It. They might even they're skip done. San Antonio at the seventh seed, seven seed, maybe the Clippers. I mean, they're, they're going to roll. Because Kevin Durant is, I mean, he, you know, man, this guy has missed so many games, so much time in the beginning of this season. He's healthy. He has, you know, spent time just relaxing. He's ready for this push. Yep. 
Well, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of NBA talk tomorrow. Of course. After everything's done, said with with the trade deadline. But yeah, tomorrow's a Friday show, always a good show. Yes. Um, talking, talking NBA real quick, I want to yeah. throw it out there being being an ASU guy. James Harden got his jersey retired last night. He was there at Wells Fargo Arena. <laughs> ASU pulled off the victory over UCLA. That was actually a good second-half game to watch. I'm still not sold on Herb Sendek. I think he needs to leave and get a new coach in there. But yeah, um, but they pulled it off. They beat U of A this year. Uh, I think they split. They and that's, that, that's about it. Beat U of A and retired James Harden jersey. And that's how the, and that's we, where we, yeah. And that's where ASU yeah, basketball ends. <laughs> so... But uh, no, I agree. Good for good for Harden. Um, he talked after and said it was, and mom was was there with him, and she was emotional about it and stuff like that. And it's just good to see that coming back and oh, yeah. humbleness with with your call, just stuff like that. So oh, and yeah. then that Duke UNC game, it just that was that was overtime. one heck of a game. Yeah. I, I love. I miss those UNC Duke games. You know, mm-hmm. that was a hard fog. I mean, each and every time they go out, but it just shows you. You know, it never ends. I don't care, you know, if North Carolina loses so many games or get upset by so many teams throughout the season, same way with Duke. Whenever it comes down to these games where these teams are ranked or unranked, it's right. great basketball. It's I mean, they go man. at it. Can't go wrong. But congrats, yeah, to uh, ASU former player James Harden, his jersey being after two years. <laughs> That's <laughs> his shows, ball, man. man. <laughs> you can come you come to ASU for two years to get your jersey retired. Well, look what you did when he was here. What did he do? Take him to the NCAA tournament? Okay. Look who he is now. Now, I guarantee you, if he's not who he is now in the NBA, we wouldn't be talking this retirement, uh, jersey retirement right now either. Yeah, so, you know, you know, some of it's going to be publicity Well, I don't know, because issue. he was, I don't know, because he was the best player. I mean, that's anywhere, you know. That's right. anywhere after you leave your school. Right. You become, you know, even better in the NBA in the next level. Of course, they're going to retire your jersey. So, but... I think even without his success in the NBA, even if he even if he was still OKC six man, his jersey would still be retired because what he did at ASU was incredible. Yeah. Like I told you, I was hearing about this guy in the Midwest and the East Coast. Like this guy was dropping buckets out oh, here, he was balling, and man. led him to the what NCAA tournament. Yep. They ain't been in quite some time. Oh, so let's, let's get off, man. That's sad. <laughs> yeah, we moving on, but you know, sticking with some Valley news. Congrats to Mr. Larry Fitzgerald and the yes. Phoenix. Or sorry, Arizona Cardinals organization, um, putting things together, keeping the face of the franchise together. Yeah, keeping well, them in the valley. You know, and thinking about it, we now it's time. About, now it's time to start building that statue. Well, and, and, <laughs> and here's my thing: I don't, I cannot see Larry going into those those talks uh, with the contract without talking about the quarterback situation for the Cardinals, because I. Palmer, I don't think he has an issue with Palmer. I don't have an issue with Palmer. When he's healthy, he can he'll lead that team to victory. He's shown it to you. You know he he knows that game plan. Um, I, I think he still has the arm and the ability. He's a football smarts back there. He can do it. But when he's healthy, so now mm-hmm. I'm not sold on Drew Stanton as backup. I've seen. I saw. You're not good, sold on it. No, because I I've he seen was winning ball games. He was like six and, he, and, one. and he lost six and two. No. He lost a, a few as well too, but now we look at this now. But now look at Drew Stanton, the injury prone to him because the concussion, uh, a couple other Drew things. Drew Stanton is fine as a backup quarterback. Is he a starter in the NFL? No, yeah. no. I mean, yes, he he won ball games, Doug. Let's like don't knock him that much. I know, I, I know, I'm not he, knocking I know him like Taylor bro- Kelly. I know he okay. broke your heart. I know he broke your heart. <laughs> no, he didn't season. break my heart because I understand he got hurt. 
and then we had nowhere else to turn to. I mean, because I mean, that's Logan the Card- Thomas, yeah, that was the Cardinals. But as Drew Stanton, when he came in, did what he had to do under all that pressure, especially at the beginning of the season. You had you to go against him because he was with the Colts. No, I'm not. I didn't, I don't remember when he was with the Colts. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that. But when he went up to uh, what was that? When he, when he went up to Denver, I guess that's when he laid an egg or had a yeah. bad game. But he bounced back. He had San Francisco at home beat those guys. Went on a great win streak. Then he got injured. Wasn't his fault. You know, the old line, you know, wasn't that healthy. A lot of guys been bouncing in and out with that Cardinals organization old line. So, you know, as a, as a backup quarterback, I thought Drew Stanton did incredible. It, it could have been worse, believe me. I've no, seen, I, it, it was worse. I've seen Peyton Manning backups in Indianapolis <laughs> come in, and things got terrible. He actually, you know, picked up the pieces. No, it, it was he. Could he make the same type of passes? Was the play calling different? Yeah, of course. He had a stronger arm than Palmer. Palmer has better accuracy. Right. Of course. So that's what Larry Fitzgerald loved to be around. But that deep ball, you know, he was tossing up to little John Brown, you know, up the seam and mm. throwing deep bombs to Michael Floyd to be, let him be an athlete and tearing it up. I thought Drew Stanton did an incredible job. I don't. Yeah, he did break a lot of the Red Sea hearts right. out here, but I mean, no, he did know, a great job. But Drew, I don't think Drew broke hearts because he got. I think we would have had a better push in the playoffs if, if he stayed healthy and didn't get injured as well too. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying I don't think he's an NFL starter. I think we can agree with that, and maybe to a one in eleven type team. Um, but I also want to get somebody in there. If we're going to stick with Logan Thomas. He he showed you he was raw, and I understand you know being the rookie and everything else, but you got to develop him quick, you know, or we need to get somebody else in there that we can because you don't want that that same you could call it a fluke, but you don't want that happening mm-hmm. again, you know. But I would definitely it, address it wasn't the line. fluke. Drew Stanton was ready to play. No, I'm no, football. no, no. What I'm talking with the fluke is Palmer going down. Stan comes in. He goes down. Oh, and now yeah, that there. was yeah. Because that, I mean, that, how many NFL teams yeah. actually has has that happen? That's what I'm talking about. The that's fluke. in every position right. with the Cardinals. <laughs> every yeah. every position with but, the Cardinals. No, the Cardinals they, they need to address the old line and get that solidified a little bit more. Yeah. Um I, I would move honestly. I would move a deer to the right side as a guard. Okay. Or, um, and I don't I, know who he him. is, but... He was their left tackle. Big okay. boy. I mean, I, I like Valdir. Mm-hmm. I just don't see him as a tackle. I see I see him as a guard where you can pull him and it, I, mm-hmm. a lot more productive in my eyes. But that comes with there. Time. That comes with time. So, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I mean, the Cardinals have a lot to build on for yeah. sure, and they've got a good core, um, especially with Larry coming back. That offensive... I mean, just the, look at the receiver lineup now. Yeah, Larry fine. Fitzgerald... Uh, the Brown Brothers. You know what? We, we're gonna we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go to we're gonna pick up on that. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come on the last segment. We're gonna finish up on some uh, Cardinals talk, also some other NFL news as well. You listen to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective 
live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back, welcome back. We're not going to waste any time in this last segment because we got a lot to talk about, Doug. Dougie B, since yes. he was jumping out the edge on the, uh, jumping out the edge of your seat during break. Call me last of the sports talk. <laughs> We back live in studio. Demi Lachey, Dougie B, Kwame MIA, always, uh, Mr. Phoenix. So, moving on to the last segment, you know, we were talking about the talks of Larry Fitzgerald staying at his new, at his second home. I mean, he can always he has his original home always, always and forever. So. Who does, you know? And so this is his city now. This is his. He can lay his throne. He can, you know. Lay his cap. It's time to start building that we'll statue because that's exactly what. Yeah, you can. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure half of that 22 mil is going to go towards that uh, statue that's going to be built um, outside of uh, Phoenix. What is it? Phoenix College Stadium, University of Phoenix. Phoenix yeah, yeah, University of Phoenix Stadium. That statue is going to get built. Congrats! Clap, clap, clap. Phoenix, the city of Phoenix, has finally kept a superstar in town for his whole career. Right, right. But it's only two years. And do you think Larry can still play after these two years? Do you still think he has it in him? Because over the over, right, the, over right. the break, you know, you was poisoned. Larry still is a threat. He still, he's, yes, he's gonna. How you how you not see him as a threat? I don't at all. He's it's still yeah, Larry he's, Fitzgerald. I understand he's not the Fitzgerald of five ten years ago. And he never. But will he be. can look at look at the just look at last year. All right now, granted, Palmer is gone. Stan kind of got down. But when Palmer was in and healthy. You know what? No, even even some of the passes that Lindley threw to him, and some of those catches, he is still Larry Fitzgerald. He is still going to give you that part of the game that you bring. Because as a defensive guy, right, mm-hmm. and looking at a, a defensive coordinator mindset, I can't look at that Cardinals offense now and shift one of my nickelbacks or another safety or a corner over and double team. Because if I double team Larry Fitzgerald, now that's leaving me another hole. With not only Michael Floyd, but one of the Brown brothers, you mm-hmm. know, whichever one's in, because they both give you that deep threat. So now I've got to, I've got to legitimately play man up on those receivers or more of a, a you know, a zone. I can't double team those guys anymore. So you rather if I go, uh-huh. if I go and double team Floyd, now Larry, Larry's still going to get his catches. He's still going to make those spectacular one-handed and mm-hmm. I mean look what he did towards the end of the season and that intensity I'm going to tell you first and foremost man. Michael Floyd would never be double teamed ever we're going to we, I'm going to throw that throw that never? out there he would never be double teamed unless he come out right. hell I, I read well, the double team never. I read no at this point I, you can I mean, say at you know, this point the, the point you know according to some of the schemes if he has an incredible game yeah you're going to have to make some halftime adjustments no doubt about it but going into a game plan 
I'm not thinking about Michael Floyd. I can try. I'll trust. Not like Larry, correct? Not like Larry. Uh, Five years ago, not like Larry. Yeah, but now. So you're you now with with Larry Fitzgerald coming back, and you heard Bruce Arians say time after time, we don't have a number one guy. There's no No. number one receiver no more. Those days are over. Which is good for an offense. That's good. You don't want just one guy, right? You want to be able to have three or four. So you got a 31 year old Fitzgerald coming back, sign with them back. What's my thing is I wouldn't even sign him. Like you said, he's he's made catches here or there, third down, but he's not the Larry Fitzgerald that we paid him before to be. But you so, don't need him to be that guy also right now. And then that way you don't even need to spend have all your money. You can build up on that of bringing in a, a top-notch quarterback. Do you know how much money they freed up, though, by the contract they signed him? I mean, that's Just fine. A, yeah, we're talking about yeah, 11 million a year. Yeah, and that would have been stupider or that would have been crazier. Stupider. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a word, stupider. <laughs> That would have been even crazier if you would have signed him to an even bigger contract. Right. In which they were flirting around with. And, and you know, good and well, they shouldn't have done that. Larry Fitzgerald, no, he, you know, he he's deserving to the city. If the city could give him a contract, yes. That would be a lovely contract, which I'm pretty sure he has a contract from the city right. anywhere he can go. As a Cardinals, as the Cardinals organization, 22, yeah, he took a pay cut from what? He could have been $30 million or something, which would have been incredible, right. which would have been crazy. But no, he's not. He's not going to do that to the organization because no. he knows what he's worth now. He right. knows seven hundred seven hundred eighty four yards is a decent receiver. You can go out anywhere and find a receiver yep. who can get seven hundred eighty four yards in a season and two touchdowns. Right. He knows what he's worth. No. He knows that. Yeah, twenty two million. I mean, that's that's still a lot. And that's basically saying, okay, we're going to settle on Carson Palmer now. Right. You do you really? Would you really settle on Carson Palmer? A guy who's been well, injured time after time. Yeah, he shows some praise. He's, right, he's right. an NFL starting quarterback, but he's he he doesn't give you sixteen plus games the way that you need a Andrew Luck, yeah. a Ben Roethlisberger, a Philip Rivers. But you know what? That injury he got last year that was that was an injury any one. quarterback. But that's that was just but that's one. another I, one. It's another one. <laughs> but any quarterback that was that's what I call a fluke injury. That wasn't a hard hit type of injury. That was. Just the way everything worked, it was just that mm-hmm. unfortunate incident. When, I mean, a, Tom Brady could have a, a torn ACL that. comes from, from comes from wear and tear, right? Comes from a twist, yeah. And right. it's it's because your tissues get weakened in that knee. Mm-hmm. So yeah, as soon as you accidentally you know twitch one way, it's gone. Right. Boom. I mean, ACL is already weak yeah. in your knee to begin with, and you know with so much wear and tear, surgeries in and out. He had other ligaments, leg. You know, surgeries that he had, not necessarily the knee around the knee, but right. you got different blood flow now. Yeah. So but, that ACL is it's gonna it's gonna occur, right. especially at a quarterback position. Well, I think and you're gonna stick with Caution Palmer right now because he's you're gonna he settle knows, with but no, but Palmer? listen, but because he, well, I mean, obviously that's what they're doing. One, he knows the game plan. He knows the he has the timing with everybody. So you keep that in check right now. You look at Logan Thomas. If Logan Thomas, because Drew Stan's not your quarterback of the future, but if Logan Neither Thomas is Logan is, Thomas, but it, that's what the Cardinals have to look at. We either have to. They're not looking him at now. That. They're not looking at that. Otherwise, he would have been in there. Hell, he would have been in there if he was the future. He would have been in there. Right. The day the snap right after uh, Carson Palmer went down. I don't care if you got Drew Stan or not. If that guy's their man in the future, you would have threw him in there mm-hmm. right then and there. And, and plus, Drew Stan even went down, and you still didn't put this guy in. No, you went and got Ryan Lindley. 
Which so there is no trust in Logan Thomas at no. all. That because, they, they but just I understand need to, that because he's raw. He hasn't shown you a whole lot. You need to produce him, but you have to look mean? at. He had thing. all camp to show him. You see, uh, there's plenty of rookie quarterbacks that show Teddy Bridgewater. You know, he had the chance to <laughs> show him. So they could have right. kept him on the sideline. Johnny Menzel. They even gave Menzel a shot. Heck, forget it. Menzel's done now, but that, that's but you got to prove yourself through practice, through preparation. Logan right. Thomas just doesn't have it. Honestly, and you need to look at some. Bruce Arians is not going to say it. The organization is not going to say it. They're right. going to give him another year to develop. Right. But if you really had trust in this guy as a future standpoint, saying, "Oh, he's ready. He has the right preparation skills. He has the right mindset to go out here and give us what we need," then he would have been in there, no doubt about yeah. it. Right after Palmer went down, I would have right. thrown him in there, and it happened two to three times this past season right. of oh, an I injured agree, quarterback and Logan Thomas' name still wasn't dropped as a starter. I didn't even know he was even on the roster when they said they're going to go for Ryan Lindley. I was like, what happened to the guy? What's his name, Virginia, Virginia Tech? Tech? Logan mm-hmm. Thomas? Yep. What happened to him? Yeah. I, th- I thought he was decent in the preseason. I went to go see a few preseason games. I thought he was pretty decent. Yeah. But, I mean, that's going against guys who weren't making a roster after that, weren't making that 53-man roster. But, yeah. you know, I still think on the offensive end, you build up on the on a true running back. Frank right. Gore is out there for free agency. You got the draft who was loaded with running backs this season, this upcoming draft. Um, but you took the chances on you know signing your Fitz, Larry Fitzgerald back. But they opened up a lot of cap space, and they're going to be yeah, able to go out. But to they the could have more. They could have more cap space to bring in bigger free agents. Now you got to settle with okay, we we will we'll bring this guy in. We'll settle for him. We'll settle for Carson Palmer. You got to still build that defense. A lot of free agents are gone off that defense. Well, you got Larry Foote coming. Yeah, Larry Foote is going to play. he's a player coach or whatever. He doesn't know what he wants to do. (laughs) Yeah, he's thirty-five years old with torn ligaments. I think we know what he's going to do. But I don't think we have to really look at a running back. I I think what? No, they're not deep. Okay, even if you're not deep, they are deep. Even no, because no, Andre Ellington, I'm not sold on. I mean, oh, whoa, hold on. Time because injury-wise, yeah. injury okay. all right, I want to see him healthy. Okay. All right, that's why I'm saying I'm going to sold on. Give me, give me a whole year. I'm but look at, look at, look at, and I know what he can do, and I, I see the potential. So don't get me wrong when I, sell, mm-hmm. when I say I'm not sold on mm-hmm. Ellington. Mm-hmm. I just want to see him through a full season and what he can do and produce. And that's the same thing what I'm saying about Carson Palmer. Right. That's the same production I'm wanting to see out of. Michael Floyd for a whole year. Right. That's the same deal I want to see out of Larry Fitzgerald, honestly. Yeah. 784 is not going that's not $22 million worth. That's just the city back in the yeah, they paid him with their heart. Kev made that comment off the off air. He did. They paid him with the heart. But he, they also did that for pay the with the mindset. Because think about it, if the, if the Cardinals organization, hold on, if the Cardinals organization let him go, mm-hmm. you're going to lose a fan base because just with Larry itself. Right, right. You know, so mm-hmm. that's why I said it was smart for the Cardinals to keep him. Just for the um, fans? For the fans. I mean, it, it's just still, for the fans. Wanna, I, I, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, I you're, mean, you're making uh, a great point. That's what they did. They made it just right. for the fans. But for then the on Larry's of, side, I think that was part of the reason that he wanted right, to Larry didn't want to go to no dang old Minnesota. He, right. He no. don't want to go anywhere cold. No, I and mean, yeah, he could win. He, he could win in New England, but right. he don't want to live there. But anyways, back to the running backs. So not only do you have Ellington. Because we're talking about the, but yeah, you mm-hmm. still have Stephon Taylor, uh, Keen Williams, which Williams tore it up as a rookie. Not sold. Uh, what? Not sold. Uh, we'll, we'll get back. He to had that. one. He had but one then, game. He had one. Had one game. great game. But then Marion Grice. I mean, you sold. got you have guys, 
And I just, I mean, I like Grice because of ASU, but uh, yeah. you, ha- you have guys <laughs> in your running back that shows. At least shows, being honest, Doug, I love Thank it. you. They show, they've at least shown something that they can, br- that they can bring to of the course. table. Yeah. Now, with any position, it's going to be consistency. But, like I said, even, I mean, even Hughes, but uh, we'll see what not happens sold. with that. I'm not sold on Hughes either. But <laughs> you have some depth to it, and you have to, with, right. with what they've shown, you have to at least try to produce that and see what they can do. Now, if they don't after a season, okay, now we're going to get rid of you. But you show me something. You can I see something in you. What I'm saying, yeah. You know, but, look, but then you look you at find or, another step. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I'm just talking about with Gore. It, uh-huh. You've got no, now. You're bringing another just like a Palmer. Mm-hmm. Is he going to stay healthy at 16 games at a running back position, especially? Yeah, because you can. I use, work on the line first. No, that O line. I mean, you can find O linemen anywhere. Let's, oh, let's be honest. What? I didn't say dominant O linemen, but you but can that, find you can <laughs> we mix. Have, it. We have O line. We need dominant O line. But check this out: you mix and match this O line. Put this O line together. Out of, I don't even know where they put this O line together from. With so many injuries they went through, but at the same time, look where they got them. Look, look where they got they got them to the playoffs. So you can find that they obviously right. they found an O line that can at least get them to the playoffs in which they need. It's not about the O line. It's about the production of the running back position, keeping these guys healthy. But Andre back Ellington will be healthy. Without touching the ball each time as a running back position, so you bring a guy like Frank Gore, split their carries, split their time on the field. You're going to have a healthy running back system. Open up the passing game, way better for Carson Palmer. Keep him right. healthy. That O line is fine. They're going to they're going to develop. They got a lot of young guys, like you said, Doug. To your point, mix and match. You know, put guys at the offensive tackle, get some guys out of certain positions. Yeah. You made a great point with that because Veldir should be moved. Yeah, Veldir. Should not be on the left tackle. I agree with that. But at the same time, I mean, you bring in a guy, either a veteran running back or even draft a great – there's some great running backs in this draft coming up, some great ones. You pick a guy up mm-hmm. like that. I mean, you can find a Stephon Taylor, Marion Grice. You can find guys like that anywhere, honestly. Curtin Williams, yeah. he has potential. I'll keep him on the practice squad, maybe throw him the in practice there. Practice squad? He's, yes. he's moved up from the stop, practice squad, sir. Stop. Will you stop, please? Will you stop? He had no. one game. Wonder. Well, he came out and just came out of nowhere. Yeah, the team and say, "Oh, yeah, he's been producing in practice. Looked pretty good." Yeah, of course, because he's vying for an NFL position. Who's not going to perform out of their mind? If you had a shot right now, Doug, you'll go crazy I'll on be the field. It up. Exactly. That's what Kurt Williams is doing. But you're going to find guys like that. So my deal is keep Andre Ellington. He's proven he can play in the NFL. He's can, he can take a beating in the what NFC West. He can take a beating. Throughout a whole season, but he should not be touching the ball as many times as he does. Right. Correct? I would mix and match. You know, look at the Patriots do. They mix right. and match. They're, they have running backs who ain't played in three weeks come out there and make a playoff run. Shane Vereen. <laughs> right. Where did, I picked him up in fantasy. I'm pissed at him because <laughs> I picked him up in fantasy early in the season, then play play like crap right. all the way to the playoffs, and all of a sudden this guy is like a Super Bowl hero. I'm like, dang, where was that? But it's because they had that system of running backs. Yeah. You gotta you in this day and era, you gotta keep at least two, three back decent running backs. Yeah. yeah, and it keeps your quarterback healthy. But see, and the good thing about the Cardinals, the running backs they have, and really quick, Williams had 100 yards rushing against KC. One game, and That's St. It. Louis had 75. Both those games averaged five yards a carry. I'll take that as, with a running back. That's R- it. Average five yards, averaging five yards a what carry. What else did he do? What did he do after that? <laughs> you know what I mean? exactly. No, Anyways. nothing. What do you do in the playoffs? Anyways. Nothing. We didn't get. To get <laughs> That's where it counts. Anyways, but no, 
you could you can get some of those guys because they have the the uh, the size to move to mm-hmm. like the slot. You oh know, yeah, and just improve. But we'll see, man. Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited, man. We got Friday's going to be an exciting show tomorrow. <laughs> spring training starts today. Let's not forget that, man. Yeah, baseball is in the air. Yeah, a Rod's back. So all you <laughs> back east listeners, come on out for because we're we're like seventy eighty degree weather out here, man. We're loving it man, out here. Stop! You're gonna make them not listening. <laughs> Call me last sports talk show. Thank you for tuning in today. We'll see you. We'll be back with you all tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in, and we out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>